Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Our guests for tonight are perfect for the night that's in it. Richard and Anthony are the founders of Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland, or uh, PSII. Is it PSI or PS2? See, this is, it's II. 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 It's like investigators investigating. Anyway, it was set up in February 2019 because of the large number of Irish people who believe in ghosts. And Ireland is a hub of supernatural stuff, according to people around the world, because people travel here from all over the world. They travel to Ireland for Halloween night because we have so many old buildings, so many historical castles and buildings, and we've been to many of them and done our, some of our Halloween shows from there. And they've been amazing and great fun, by the way, apart from anything else. They receive messages from people all around Ireland about possible sightings of ghosts or incidents of suspected paranormal activity. Uh, they then go and investigate it, and they have travelled all around the country and shared their findings on social media, where they now have a large following, and they're on the line to talk to us. Lads, Richard and Anthony, hi, how are you? How are you doing, Niall? Thanks for having us on your show. It's Richard speaking. Hi, Niall, it's Anthony here. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. So, lads, you're like kind of ghostbusters, so to speak. Is that is that really what this is about? I mean, do you have electronic equipment, or how does it all work? Yeah, well, Niall, we're, we're not ghostbusters, but we're actually paranormal researchers, and we do have electronic equipment, which which act like tools to mm. help us in, in the work that we do. Basically, they're basically our guiding tools, and they, they give us a direction of where we need to focus our attention on. Okay, as I mentioned already, Ireland is a hub of activity, I suppose, for people who believe in ghosts, because we have so many old buildings in this country. We have some of the oldest buildings in the world in this country, and that's why so many people come here for Halloween. So you get a call from somebody who says, listen, I hear bumps in the night. So so what happens then, Anthony? What, what, what do you do then when you hear, when you get that call? Well, when we get this call, it's uh, we first of all we look for the area that that this incident is happening in, and we do a bit of research, try to find out what's uh, happened in the area. Is there any historical facts to back up what they're saying? Mm. And when, when we gather the information, then that we we need, then we we go to the area. Okay. And we use the tools that we have and we investigate and then see can we capture anything in relation to what had happened in the past historically and what they're telling us in the present. And so that's, that's basically the way we work. And and Richard, what, what are those tools? I mean, are we or is that a trade secret? Are we what what are the tools? Oh yeah, no, but well we can give you a few tools off off the cuff that we yeah. use. We use uh, a Phasmatron G D two thousand, which was designed for us by a physics engineer who who has a belief in paranormal but yet will not put his name or put his face behind this because he wants you know to help us in the line of work that we do and that part of that one equipment has helped us that's one of our main parts of our equipment and what what is that what does that do pick up electronic activity or or what is it it, me- it measures electro electromagnetic energy it basically it's um a very you know you know yourself i mean us as, us as humans, we create energy, and we yep. believe that when that person or any individual passes on, they leave a spiritual footprint in this world, and basically it's called residual energy, and your energy is still left. You leave like a stamp on this world, and th- what this equipment that we have, um, this gadget, I should say, 
basically will point, will give us a direction that there's a strong magnetic force here, and we'll then take another equipment, which is SLS camera, structured light sensor camera, and that again will create an image if there's any you know energy in that area. It'll come through as like 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 a stick man, just like a stick man. Again, people. <clears throat> People may think we're crazy what we do now, but it's given us results at the end of the day. And well, after we see an image on the SLS camera, we will then get the camera. And and you have to remember, Niall, a hundred over a hundred years ago, they were doing spiritual uh, spirit spirit photography, I should say. Even back then, they were they, they know that there was ghosts or spirits, and they were using cameras to try to capture these images. And think now we're a hundred years ahead of ourselves. We've got stronger technology than what they had back then, and we're actually able to provide these results. Why has nobody got a proper image of a ghost, or somebody who, it doesn't have to be a ghost, as I suppose typically when we think of a ghost, we think of something that's transparent, you know, kind of whitish and transparent, right? But I suppose that may not be the case. It may be just the physical being of a person, you know, that's dead, so or passed away. So why do we not have a some sort of evidence or proof. It's always kind of shady-looking pictures or orbs, as people call them, which are these little balls of light. Is that what you kind of pick up, the kind of orbs sometimes? Or or do you, have you got any images of an actual ghost? We we don't we don't get an awful lot of orbs, uh, Nigel, to be quite honest with you. you know? mm. Because in a lot of cases, orbs are... We found that... Uh, they turn out to be maybe a moth that flew by or maybe yeah. a light reflection, a reflection of the lens. Of the lens, know? yeah, yeah, lens flare, as they call it, yeah. Lens flare, yeah, in, in the photography world, they call it lens flare. So we don't really go down that road. Mm. What we do is we we take, uh, like, we've thousands, tens of thousands of photographs taken over the last number of years, and we could take probably, probably maybe three or four hundred, five hundred or six hundred on an investigation between five or six of us. On a night, and we would go through those pictures after being guided by the Phasmatron GD2000, which is Ghost of Sector 2000, and K2 and EMF readers, and we've captured images. Now, the images won't be as clear as what the person looks like in real life because they're trying to drain energy to manifest. And when they manifest, it, it will re- resemble them in somewhat. You look for main features like nose, chin, forehead, etc. And when you have that, then you can say, well, we may have possibly captured this person's likeness trying to manifest itself using the energy that it can drain from elements around it. Mm. And but if you're looking for, if you're looking for, we'd say what you see in Hollywood, where this ghost walks through a wall fully clothed and you know, 16th century garb, and you're not going to get that. You know, no, this, well, this, I suppose, what people think. What 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 they're going to see, but that's not realistically what they're going to see. But no, I, no, and not some guy holding his head under his arm either <laughs> that was decapitated, right? Or a, or a headless horseman or something like that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the no, movie, what, what, movie we, stuff. We, we capture like we recently captured. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the late late show the last night. We were trying to explain about the picture of Edward Carson. You didn't see that, did you? No, I didn't actually. No, no. Yeah, uh, we went to a house called Castle Ellen House, and uh, we were told that there was a story of the the master of the house, uh, Peter Lambert, Walter Peter Lambert, had died in Tume, and he the, the the servants in the house saw the master coming up the driveway, so they started putting on the fires and getting everything ready, as you do, and there was no knock on the door. Okay. 
after 10 minutes, they figured he was out in the shed or with the horses or something, but they checked the grounds, no sign of him anywhere. So they figured out the person that saw him must have been on maybe tipping a bit of the old sherry or something. We don't know. Yeah. But it turns out that three or four hours later, word came that he had uh, died and choked on a piece of meat in tune. Yeah. On the Galway. Nice. So then the the carriage arrived at the gates of the castle with pulled by the horses and the horses wouldn't cross the gate. They wouldn't cross it. So they had to carry the coffin with the box. No, it wasn't a casket. It was just in a box. Yeah. So they had to carry that box the whole length length of the driveway up into the castle. And it was then that the servants realised, well, hold on, he's in a box here. Did we not see him several hours ago walking up the driveway? Right. So we got word of that story, that that ghost story, and we went out to investigate, and we had mediums with us on the night, and we had all our equipment, and the K2s were gone off, and the EMS, everything was given signals that there was something close by, and the medium said, I think there's something up in the attic. Go up. So go up into the attic. Mm-hmm. So I went up into the attic with the camera, and I took several photographs, came back down, and we immediately checked them, and there was this image of a face, looking out through the uh, rafters. Mm. And we thought it was Walter Peter Lambert. Uh, in further, in, but it didn't look like him, so we figured, okay, mm. we assumed it was him. And further investigation, two years later, we were looking at a guy called Edward Carson, the unionist, the guy that prosecuted uh, uh, Oscar Wilde in a homosexuality case, you know, okay. the Marcus of Queensbury's son. And very closely resembled him with the 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 nose, the, nose, the, nose, the yeah. underbite in the chin and the receding foreline. And the two photographs are quite similar. Now, it's not exactly like him, but when, it, when an entity is trying to manifest itself, and it doesn't exactly look like what it did. This is what we found anyway. But it was a close enough resemblance, a close enough, a, a, a much of an, so much of a likeness that we had to say it was Edward Carson we captured. And he was mar- He was the daughter, the son of Isabella Lambert. So Walter Peter Lambert would have been his uncle, and he spent a lot of his summer holidays down in Castle Ellen. The, the history, so the, you know what? You know what's interesting. Sorry, as you're explaining it. Yeah. Apart from the ghost aspects of it, the yeah. history of it all, because of course you get to look into the history and all that kind of stuff as well to find out a bit more. It's intriguing to listen to, even. It is, yeah. It's very intriguing to listen to that. Yeah, and. The, the, the paranormal part of this is I took the photograph and the guy when uh, Edward Carson prosecuted Oscar Wilde, they were great friends in Trinity College. He tried to intercede afterwards and get the case uh, squashed, but he couldn't. And then we know what happened to Oscar Wilde after that. Of course, yeah. But, but what happened was is he, he had an affair with the Marcus of Queensbury's son and his name is Lord Alfred Douglas. And my name is Anthony Douglas, and I caught the picture. Right. So I don't know, is this guy trying to manifest himself to me with, say, a distant relation, you know, the same type of a clan, uh, to make himself known and maybe apologize or make some sort of a statement to me or to us as a group that he had wronged Oscar Wilde. So, you know, that's that's the way we'd be thinking of things like that, you know. Yeah, I, I'm in the paranormal I, supernatural world. I, I think I'm looking at the picture here. I just spotted it here from the, I think it was the Irish Mirror. Is that the right one? That's yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. 
and, and that was I'm, a couple of years. That was a couple of years back there now. Yeah, so ghost was, hunters find proof of nineteenth-century man and mirror uh, spirit haunting Irish castle. Is that the story? Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't mention it was Edward Carson back then. You see, now that's, that's the line right, of work yeah. that we yeah we just assumed that uh, Lip Castle or no Castle Ellen House Castle, Castle Ellen House. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm I'm looking at the picture. It does look like a person's face. In fairness, you know. Well, and being fairness now, we were on, as I said now, we were on the Late Late Show and we were on very brief. Our time was cut short because obviously there was guests that went on a little bit longer. We should have been on a bit, little longer than what we should have been. Typical. And yeah. fair, fair, <laughs> it was a live show, in fairness. And we, and we were told that we were not not going to get a chance to go on, Niall, but luck, we got on. But in fairness, Patrick Kelty even um, came up to us and spoke to us and all, and he could even say, he himself said, I see the face. I see the exact words. I see the face. Yeah, I I can, see well, I can, well, I can see the face. Now, don't get me wrong, it, it could also, and I'm sorry, I'm not being, the, I am a cynic. I'm at the best of times, I'm a cynic, and that's always a good place to start. You have to, it's healthy, Amir, uh, uh, do you know what? It's actually absolutely healthy to be like that. You yeah. need to be, you need to so be cynic. part of me is saying, yes, absolutely, it's a face. Although part of me is saying, it could be brickwork. It's, well, it's not brickwork. Uh, can you Google Edward Carson there and get one of his old black and white pictures and you'll see there is a resemblance to him? No. The black, no. Okay, Edward Edward Carson. I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna Google that here. Google that there. Oh, well, I can see. Oh, yeah. Very, you're, you're right with the underbite, by the way. And very, yeah. Defi- yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And a uh, very definitive and, nose. Yes, I guess. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, that's, that's very strange that we find now that that actual image does. Even the eyes, by the way, the eyes look similar too. Yeah, the, the, well, the whole feature of the face, the physics of the face looks similar. Yeah, So absolutely. we have to assume that that was him trying to manifest himself towards using whatever energy he could he get, he could manifest himself. Okay, you know? where, I mean, where are the... Niall. Yeah, sorry. Niall, sorry, I just wanted, I mean, I know you yeah, were Richard, saying there's good, I know you were saying there's good history behind it, but as I was trying to, I explained the, uh, we explained to everybody that we focus on folklore, mythology, history, and paranormal. We believe that we're nothing like what you see in Hollywood running out and going, oh, there's, you know, did you ever notice like in TV programs, it's a ghost that happened just 20 years ago or someone died 20 years ago. You know, we live in a, a country, and I'm always saying this, we live in a country that's absolutely enshrined with tragic events, you know, over the hundreds and hundreds of years. And it's only a small country, Niall. We're a small country. Oh, yeah, we've had a tough time in this country, you know, with other countries thinking they own us. So we've, yeah. had, we've had a tough time of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, Niall. And so, you know, we, we, we're, we're absolutely saturated with it. And, 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 and as paranormal investigators, and the way we, we have a complete different direction, the way we look at it, we, re- we really strongly focus on the history. And when you when you have the history there, you look at old folklore books, for example. There are stories there that you look at and people go, that's only an old, like, uh, it's an old, it's just a story, you know, a kid's story, whatever. But there's somebody that doesn't just think about that. Something happened to that person or whatever. I know as the years go by, the stories kind of get diluted. But you always have to go back to their root and think mm. something happened for that person to go out of their way to make that comment or statement to write about this, you know. So... That's and we're now at an era, as I said, we're not even, we haven't even scratched the surface and come in regards to technology. I mean, even your own phone in your, you know, in your pocket or your hand nail. I mean, if you're, as I explained about spare photography, when we we're near getting images of people, of beings, I should yeah. say. That, and 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 Niall, as I said, people say, oh, why are they always in the world? And you know, we do believe too that, you no, know, how come 
Some people are here and some people aren't. I believe that the souls, their images that were captured, spirits, they're trapped within this world. They're trapped. They're souls that can't move on. Okay, That's and, and but like, have you ever investigated the obvious places, lads? Where oh, you know, have. okay, you you've got the top places in the in the country, like the Hellfire Club, St. Mickens <laughs> Church, Leap Castle, um, Kilmainham Jail or Gale, uh, as it's better known, um, and all those. I was in. We we did a show on one Halloween night live from Wicklow Jail, and I have to say, it was now look again. I'm cynical, but it was extremely entertaining because there were noises. We had a, a you know a Ouija board and a psychic and everything else and all that kind of stuff there too. But it was entertaining about anything else. But there was definitely noises and bits and pieces that shouldn't have been there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, well, so, we've we've investigated Wicklow Gale, we've investigated Lep Castle, and we investigated Hellfire Club. Uh, I can tell you on uh, Wicklow Gale, we were there on the night. But that's and again, I'm not saying. You see, this is another thing we assume because of a location that is supposed no haunted. We're going to get results on the night. That's not the case now. It's like fishing. You go out fishing, you're not going to guarantee to come back with a 20-pound salmon. Do you know? Yeah, That's the way yeah. it goes. So we went to Wicklow Gale. Unfortunately, for our sake, we didn't get nothing. I mean, it's unfortunate we didn't get nothing, I should say. We got no results whatsoever. But again, we could feel the energy within Wicklow Gale. There definitely is energy there, residual energy. But and what, weren't, what about what, Loftus Hall? Have you ever been down to Loftus Hall? Uh, no, no. Well, to well, be quite honest, we, Loftus we Hall is it. the most amazing place. I said it mentioned yeah. it earlier on to the lads earlier on. It's the most amazing place. And we went down to do a show there again live, but unfortunately, we had a bit of a falling out and misunderstanding with the owner of the place at the time, so we ended up packing <laughs> up and going. Um, he was kind of like ourselves now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we love to go back and do it again because um, we had all the stuff ready. We had all the we microphones and we've special what they call parabolic microphones and all that kind of stuff. Anyway. We had done this a few times, these Halloween shows. But Loftus Hall is one of those places you would expect to see in a, in a Hollywood movie for a haunted house. It is yeah, just an yeah. amazing place. It's It's got this huge, big Titanic-type stairway that goes up uh, into all these... Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's just astonishing. It's very old, very traditional. The rooms are big, tall rooms and empty. And it's yeah, kind of... Yeah. It's creepy. It really is creepy. It, it, we, we were asked to uh, to do Loftus Hall before it closed, and uh, we would have done it for the only for the fact that we found that it was very commercialised. They had haunted tours and people jumping out behind walls and <laughs> doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, and, I suppose yeah, that's to make yeah, money. So, they have to make money somehow. Yeah, I know they got they got a Francis Brennan. You know, they got to make money somewhere. You yeah, know? yeah. So, so we we decided no, we couldn't go up and do that because um, if we put it up on the page, people would say, "Oh, was that not one of the actors down there, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So we gave it a miss, and then COVID lockdown hit, and things took its course, and we just didn't get back into it again. You know, yeah. I believe it's opened up again now. Hasn't well, it? yeah, yeah. I, I think the original the owner was a guy called Aidan Quigley. He sold it on yeah. now to, I think it's Oakmount Properties, who are currently, now I think it's currently closed at the moment, but they're allegedly yeah, turning it so, into yeah. a luxury hotel, I believe. Yeah, yeah we'll go back then. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what about... Uh, and it'll be closed the, after we come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what about St. Micken's Church? Have you been down there? No, no, that's where, is that where the, um, the, the is that where, is that in Dublin? Yeah, where the mummies are. The mummies are on. Oh, yeah, the, we, we didn't make that. Didn't make that one, Niall. That's someplace we would love. We always see that's that's a hit, Niall. We live in such a small country, and there's so much um, places, locations to go. 
it's that's a place I'd love to see. I see it all the time, and we keep saying we've got to get round to doing it. We've got to get round to doing it. That's the place I'd love it's, to go. It's on the bucket list now. Yeah, and, and by the way, do people when when you're going to a place, you know, to investigate something, is it important when you look at the history to find out people have actually died there? Because if nobody's actually died there, there's probably not going to be any spirits, is there? Uh, we prefer uh, a place to have a history. Yeah, and if it doesn't, well, we and if it looks nice. And maybe somebody somebody has a little story of something or other. We'll go along and we'll try and bonify it, you know. Yeah. But we what we found is, uh, in a lot of these castles or all these old houses, they're usually built on top of a settlement going as far back as in the Neolithic times, and built on ley lines and that kind of stuff. And we find that in areas like that, there is there a very high percentage of paranormal activity, energy, with mm. there running through that area. So we love them places. We thrive on them. We go there. We genuinely, most of the time, catch stuff there, capture images, etc. you know. And have, you, have, you ever been, have you ever been scared? Like, as I can tell you, when I watch these horror movies, when a family moves into a house and the first thing they hear when they walk in the door is, get out. <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd be gone. You wouldn't. And I don't even believe in ghosts. I'd be just, you know, all right, lads, you can keep the house. Have you ever been scared yourselves? Because obviously you're doing uh, this for a living. Have you ever been scared? Well, well yeah. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're we're castles. We got yeah, okay. Well, generally, to be honest with you, we, we don't get scared doing what we're doing because if we did, we wouldn't do it, you know? Yeah. But there was a night, a night in uh, Lacking Castle where we went looking for the puka. And uh, Richard captured an amazing image of the puka, and he had actually two photographs where before, and, before after. and after where it wasn't there, and then it appeared and it was there. Now so I put you over to Richard here now. Yeah, go now, on, Richard. That picture, that picture is going to be shown on Spooked Ireland on Friday night. Do you know okay. uh, Spooked? So that just let you know that's out in Spooked Ireland. So that's going to be coming across now on Friday night. Now that was an image that clear as day. You can see before and after, and you can clear. It. So no, no, describe the puka to people. The puka is kind of half cat, half rabbit. Well, is that what I'm Kyle, Kyle, I was going to say to you before. As well. Listen, I was going to say to you now, you have the uh, computer beside you. Google, just Google puka captured in Ireland. Like, uh, Google captured Lackeen Castle. Okay. Puka. P-U-C-A. Yeah. Captured Lackeen Castle. Now look at that image. I, everyone can see this. Now this was before. Uh, this what's, was what's, the name, what's the name of the castle again? Lackeen, L-A-C-K-E-E-N, Lackeen Castle. Okay, all right, I'm Googling it now, okay. Okay, uh, oh, hold on, I'm looking at one here where you can see, let me see. Oh, yeah, now. Yeah, behind bars. Behind bars. Yeah, it's got, it's, right? it does look like a werewolf or something, all right, yeah. Exactly, that's why I didn't want to say to you, that's why I said, now I'll quickly Google, because this is exactly what I was going to try to tell you. The puka is mostly seen as being a dog, or um, it can be, it's a, it's, a, it's a shapeshifter, that's what it is, but it's mainly noticed as a dog. And again, getting back to the folklore, that King Castle is supposedly, this is what it says in Irish folklore, that it's the home of the puka. So again, we're investigators and we want to go mm. down and see if we can capture at this so-called puka. Puka. Yeah, capture the puka. Oh, well, yeah. the owner... Hey lads, I tell you what, you'd be very rich if you capture the puka. Well, well, <laughs> well, but you see what interested was the old... Take your eyes off of me there, you know. <laughs> I mean, sorry, um, Niall, basically what it is is that, you know, the owner at the time, Kennedy clan, actually captured the puka himself but the puka promised him, this is in folklore, promised him that if you let me go, 
um, that you know everything will be all right or I won't cause any problems. And so basically, he let him go. That's I'll cut a long story short. Okay. But that's what again that 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 got our attention weighing down. And I have I I have the before. See, it's funny they have that picture up, but they don't show you the before picture because it's the same angle, everything. This little thing appears on the corner of the uh, outer side of the bars. It's, you can't make that up now. That's uh, okay, lads. I, I don't have a huge website, but just very quickly, can I ask one of you the traditional ones that we're aware of? The banshee, the white lady. No, we're but yeah. No, the white lady is too many. I don't know what. Where I don't know where the white lady. When I remember when I was when I was a Cub Scout, we were born on a tour somewhere up to Glendalough to see the banshee or to hear the banshee and see the white lady. No, no. Never happened. But I mean, do they up, exist? Up by St Kevin's Bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where it was. Yeah. Yeah, does the banshee exist? Do you think is there such thing as the banshee? I think, uh, I, I think yeah, we we think it does, but not on that level. But but I don't know. Is it in in the mythical or but it, does the, the myth version of it? Yeah, does the myth not just come from the fact that foxes make very strange sounds? No, not a different noise. Uh, it could. I know if foxes make a screeching noise as well. That could be a banshee. I mean, we've often been out in investigations and we've heard. Uh, foxes screech and we'd go what was that is it a fox or is it the banshee mm. uh, but I, I understand what you're saying we do understand now what you're sh- saying but like we haven't captured any images really we captured a picture down in in sorry we captured a picture in Duckett's Grove under a bridge which we assumed was the banshee because that's yeah. because the banshee is supposed the Duckett's Grove is supposed to be the home of the banshee so we did capture an image of an, an old woman with wavy hair and that, you know. Yeah. So then we would say, okay, that's the banshee, you know. But that's we, we that's some building, by the way, Duckett's Grove. Actually, we must. Uh, oh, that's a that's mental note. We must do a show that. from there. Actually, that's uh, Duckett's Grove. For people who don't know, it's out in County Carlow, um, and it's yeah. a wonderful looking place. But listen, lads. It's really intriguing talking to you, and I know you have lots of information and pictures you'd like to share with people. If people want more information or they want to contact you, if they feel they have a haunting going on in their house and they want to do something about it, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, just you can message us on PSIIreland.com, the webpage, or the Facebook page, Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland. Okay, so PSIIreland.com? Oh. Yeah, yeah, PSIIreland.com is the website. Uh, Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland is the Facebook page. You can get us in them. Okay. Listen, lads, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you. Yeah, sorry. Would, you, would you be interested in coming out with us sometime now? Yeah, I That's sure would. I think it would be yeah. very interesting, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah do I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, we'll bring the microphone and everything. Too, mm-hmm. so, yeah. We, sure, we, give us, we may set up, we, 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 we may set up a, I know it's a bit late now for this year, obviously, but maybe we could do a live show next year from Duckett's Grove or somewhere. Yeah, in, that in, would be super. Yeah. yeah. And you guys could come along and do all your bits live on the air as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. All right. That'll be something we'd look forward to now. Okay, we shall do that. We'll, we'll sort out something. In the meantime, I shall, I'm sure I'll talk to you before then, lads. It's been really interesting talking okay. to you. Richard and Anthony, listen, thank you very much indeed. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.